Welcome to episode eight of season seven of the Simplify and Multiply show. And today I'm going to be speaking with Kenny Harper. And Kenny has a lot of similarities to me in that we are both marketers, business development folks. And he's got some really cool stories about working with his clients and things he's learned in business about publishing and just finding new revenue streams for your business. So let's go ahead and talk with Kenny. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show, hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Hey, Kenny, welcome to the Simplify Multiply Show. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How about yourself? Well, you know, I wanted, I was really disappointed. I wanted you to start this whole thing like Mark S.A. Smith's uh, podcast and just, you know, give me a couple riffs on the guitar. But, you know, it was like pulling teeth with you. So I don't know, man. I'm, we're going to have to get you on another show where you can do some of your music. <laughs> there we get some mouth music. <laughs> yeah. That's acapella right there. That's right. I love it. I love it. That's great. Well, thanks for being a good sport. Um, so I wanted to have you on this particular season because, uh, which is all about writing a book that builds your business, because you and I are in similar industries with marketing and strategy and business development. And you also are a professional speaker. And uh, one of the things that I was really interested in kind of probing with you is what are some of the thoughts that you have regarding, you know, strategy around uh, helping your clients get you know, consider a book and then how that works into strategies. But before we get to that, I'd love for you to tell my listener a little bit about, you know, the work you're doing today, including the music stuff, because that's right. important. And, uh, you know, how this whole pandemic has really kind of, you know, maybe shifted and had you pivot in your business. Okay, so I'll give you a little bit of background. My name is Kenny Harper. And what I like to call myself is a rock star professional. Not a professional rock star, but a rock star professional. And I believe that everyone has their own unique gifts and true talents. And that when we really amplify those and shine them out there, project them, that's when we can start attracting the right audience. And so the concept, Amplify Your Business, is the actual concept for the first book that I wrote. Um, amplify Your Business, The Rockstar Professional's Guide to Marketing Success. And that's... You know, comes back into my background of being a musician, you know, performing for people on a stage, sharing energy, putting out, you know, no content in music form and really creating something that other people can be entertained by. And as I started to evolve in my professional career, uh, and become, get into marketing and helping, you know, put out messages that will attract an audience. I realized there's a lot of synergies there. Hmm. You know, in different teams, it's like we have different people on our teams that have different talents. And those different talents are like different instruments. And when we can come together united, it's like it creates this harmony. And that's really kind of where that concept comes into play. 
and when you're doing things great, um, that's that's awesome. But if you really want to take it to the next level, you got to amplify it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's an important component. You know, uh, there's a lot of times people will they have a lot of skill, they have a lot of a lot of um, resources, background potential, but they don't always share that out there in a way that comes across genuine and authentic. So if you have all these skill sets and don't tell people, hey, this is how I can help you out, these are the things that make me different, then how are people to know? So if you look at like a talented artist, you know, a talented artist, they have true talent, they have skill, but they typically work with a producer to amplify that skill, help them elevate it, and really help that person shine. And then once people know, like, and trust that new star and they see what makes them different, that's how they gain the popularity and, and really can grow that audience to create advocates and promoters. God, you just put that together so nicely. It's like I'm sitting here going, wow, I don't know if I could have written copy better than that. <laughs> but I love that analogy with the instruments and, and you know, just like the harmony that's created because it's true. I mean, we can totally look at the aspects of what we do in our work like that. I know solopreneurs have a lot more control over that in their business because they're at the helm and they're the ones that are making those decisions. But, you know, it's so easy. And I, I see this, I've, I've even done it in my own business, but I see this with clients and, and other colleagues of mine. And they're, they just are a little bit afraid to let the full personality out. You know, they feel that they're, you know, lots of fears. I mean, being judged, you know, not fitting in, you know, being wrong or pointed at or whatever. And it's unfortunate because I think some of the coolest things about my clients are their unique personalities. And they'll show them to me or I'll, I'll get to know a colleague who has a business. And, and I'm like, why am I not seeing this on your site or on – and. I've had to go through this learning curve myself. And, you know, now that I'm launching Pappy Club, I'm like, I got to be full on TP out there 110% because that's, it's like do or die right now, man. Right. <laughs> so I love Amplify. That's, that's awesome. Thank you very much. You're so flattering. I appreciate it. I'll take it. Bravo. <laughs> but it's, it's really true. And there's a couple of things that we need to get over in ourselves. Number one, uh, not to let other people's judgment stop us from doing the things that are important to us. We all have fears. I mean, we all do. We don't like being rejected. We don't like being judged. No one likes this. I don't like it. <laughs> but we've, we've got to realize that, you know, if you really want to claim your stage and be the rock star professional, you're going to need to put yourself out there. And there are going to be people that just do not like you. Yeah, that's true. In, in fact, some of the most successful people have some of the most haters and trolls right there behind them. Mm -hmm. But if you realize that you know, that's just the yin and the yang and stay focused on what is my true mission? How am I using my unique gifts to inspire people to serve a higher purpose? What am I committed to? How am I sharing and shining that light to make a bigger difference in the world? And when you can really stand behind your mission and know that I'm not doing this for ego, I'm not doing this to prove a point, I'm putting my message out there and amplifying it because I'm dedicated to my mission. And I'm not going to let trolls, naysayers, anyone who could ever doubt me, stop me from shining it out there as bright as it possibly can. It's a different way of just putting the perspective on there. But when people can 
get behind their why or their inspired mission, it could change the energy they bring to the stage. And it doesn't need to come across so powerfully that you're pushing people away saying, Mm -hmm. look at me, look at me, look at me. But you've got to at least be able to put it out there and share your message and just be your genuine self. So that's kind of leads us to the the topic that we were um, highlighting today about amplifying your business by putting in your message potentially in a book, Mm -hmm. in a book. And I'll tell you, that's one of the most powerful strategies that I've considered in my business and helping others to do that as well. And I've got six really easy benefits of why you might want to consider writing a book. If you haven't considered doing it, why you might want to do it. Well, number one, it's a platform to share knowledge, right? So if you typically have interactions with people on social media, you maybe get just a few seconds of their time. Maybe they watch a video. But if you share your message in a book, you have a lot more time to share a lot more information and getting them to have a paradigm shift and see things in a different way. It also increases exposure. gives you something to talk about, right? So you can put out a book. You can put it on Amazon. You could do an audio book. You can put that on different um, streaming services in video form. It also helps to elevate your status. Now, there are quite a few more authors out there now than there ever have been in the past. This is true. But there's still a majority of people haven't written a book. So it's still a differentiator. It also enhances your credibility. So if you have expertise in something and you're putting it into a book format and you're publishing it, even if you're self-publishing it, it enhances your credibility. It also I'm sorry, we can't see my my gesture here, but number five, it would be helping generate PR opportunities. And number six, it's just authority positioning. So it's having people see you as the expert, as the authority in the space, and that's helping increase the chances of them looking at you as the thought leader to help them with the challenges that they're having. So there's six different reasons why to consider writing a book. They all sound good to me, I'll tell you that. And a lot of people will write a book, but a lot of people maybe haven't really thought about you know why they're writing a book and how they're going to be leveraging it, right? Mm-hmm. In their business, absolutely. So that's one of the things I thought it would be helpful to talk about for a moment is you know, what if we're going to write a book, if you're looking to make money writing a book, that's going to be a different strategy. Most authors don't make a lot of money selling books. A majority of them don't. Maybe a small percentage do. But a majority don't make a lot of money selling the books. A majority of business owners can make the most money by using the book as a marketing or sales tool. So for the people that you've known that have used a book, what have you seen? Well, it it runs the gamut, and there are very few uh, people that I've encountered that have been really strategic with their books. They've been more like, oh, I've always wanted to write this, and so they write it, and then it's like, hey, I've got a book. Um, The ones that seem to have the most success is when they take their intellectual property 
and they plan the book around that. Right. And so it incorporates into their business. And this is the strategy that I, I recommend too. Um, and there's a lot of different ways to leverage the content of the book as opposed to just saying, hey, here's my opinion. This is what I think about this. And there, here it is in a book. Um, but with the book, it's a way for an audience and, you know, consumers or clients to get to know you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, th- that's why the way I like to write is is like a blend of memoir and blend of practical how-to because I love mm-hmm. non- writing nonfiction. And that's what I'm working on now with um, Flying Solo, uh, Survival Guide for Solopreneurs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to kind of chronicle my my <laughs> crazy journey in the last 16 years of being in business for myself and, uh, you know, get that into a book, but also like lessons learned. Like this is, you know, so if you think Rachel Hollis and, you know, the glass castle, if you put those together. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but I really see that the the people who are, are leveraging them strategically in their business, uh, it's grabbing onto something, a position or a platform or a an approach that they're wanting to expand on that they might deliver on stage or use in their consulting business. And it's a great way for um, the clients or audience that they have to use it at the ground level, the street level, and in the organization. So when you think about how can this book be used, that's part of the strategy, right? And the ones that that are having the success have definitely started with a strategy. And what ends up happening is they end up needing to write more because there are so many people asking for more. Like, oh, could you talk about this now? And, and oh, this opened up a whole new area over here, uh, which is really cool. So I see a lot of people doing different aspects of their expertise through several books, which are all strategic uh, business builders for them. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. Whether you want to write a book to help build your business or it's simply a passion project, writing is a powerful form of creative self-expression. If your ideas will transform the lives of others, what are you waiting for? Let it pour out of you. A writer's journey is just that, a journey. Be honest, be real, and most importantly, be yourself. But if you're struggling to get it done, confused about how to tie it into your business, or dealing with a chronic creative block, get the guidance to get it done. If you want the creative fuel, the nurturing, and the challenge to make your book the best it can be, Pappy Club is the place for you. Join Pappy Club and discover how you can express your perspectives through something that strengthens your brand, your business, and supports the lifestyle you want. Try it for free by visiting pappyclub.com, and that's P-A-P-P-Y-C-L-U-B.com to sign up now, and I'll see you there. And that's something to consider right there. Several books. So I've worked with a few different professionals who said that they wanted to write a book. And then they get caught up because they're either A, they're trying to create something grandesque out the gate. Mm. Or they don't quite have the budget to afford to do something that they'd really want to do. So say, all right, start with getting something started, doing something basic. What if you could did a smaller project, a smaller book that just started to open the pages of what's possible? Now, if you have a target audience, you know what their challenges are, you know what some of the questions they have are, what what if you could just create something that would provide some value to them, answer some questions, and simply just guide them 
to a different understanding of what they may consider and how you can help them out and just keeping it really basic. But, and then, but if you get caught up trying to write a New York times bestseller, you may, you may not. And what is that by the way, you know, (laughs) right. (laughs) What is a New York times bestseller and why should we care kind of thing, you know, especially when half the time those lists are cooked. (laughs) Yeah. you, You get, you look at something else that you really think is an amazing book, but don't let that stop you from getting started on something. Because if you go through the process once, you're going to create something that you could use immediately. You'll start getting feedback on. You don't have to do a massive distribution, but you can start getting feedback. You can get it into action. And then by going through the process, you'll be able to come out experienced and be able to produce a better uh, project or deliverable when you have some time and can put some more attention to it. So it's progress beats perfection sort of mentality. Now you asked the question early on, what's a strategy that I've been using since this pandemic has hit? Now my background, my specialty is value journey optimization. So it's really helping clients develop their customer value journey. The framework that attracts prospects and seamlessly and subtly guides them to become customers that pay, stay and refer. One of the challenges I have is a lot of my best clients aren't really looking for the service that I offer. Hmm. So because of the pandemic, you mean more because they don't know what they don't know. Yeah. I have that same problem. It's hard to sell strategy when they're like, no, no, no. I need somebody to show me how to make a better funnel or, uh, you know, do Facebook ads. It's always very tactical. (laughs) Right. So people are looking for tactics. They're looking, they're not necessarily looking for strategy. So if, I, I said, all right, well, I got to gotta come at this in a different angle. And now a lot of times we've done events in the past. Mm-hmm. We do events, you know, in the speaking community. A lot of people are doing speaking events. They're getting in front of crowds, but we had a pandemic. We're like, okay, that's not going to happen. Yeah, my, world, <laughs> my world tour is not going to happen this year. So, you know, you could do webinars. So we started doing some webinars and things of that nature. But wow, look at everyone and their mothers now doing webinars. And it's gotten really saturated. And the turnout for webinars that we used to get isn't quite happening to the same caliber. You still can have successful webinars, but it's definitely a more saturated market. So we said, all right, well, we can, we can definitely identify who our target audience is, and then we can create a strategy to reach out to them and not pitch services, but to actually build relationships. Build relationships, start a conversation, just like we're doing now, starting a conversation and dialogue. And then shining a light to see what are some areas of opportunity. Then as we're connected, we're making friends. Hey, wouldn't you know, we, let's send them a copy of our book. Now, I've seen people who've written a book and I've asked them, wait a minute, how long have you had this book? Oh, I've had about two or three years. You've had this book for around two or three years and you've never told me about it. <laughs> I don't see it on your website. What are you hiding it? Is there something wrong? <laughs> are you embarrassed by it? <laughs> yeah. What, what's going on there? So if, if you have a book, you got to tell people you have it. Yes. Then, then I see people are, and there's nothing wrong with selling a book, right? There's nothing wrong with selling a book. But you, if you know who your audience is, you might consider giving it to your target audience. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because you can order books on demand with today's services for as little as like three or four dollars a copy mm-hmm. and get it sent to someone for like five or six dollars 
So you can spend five or $600 to get 100 books out to your target audience. And if you're really building relationships and really crafted a solid value journey that attracts people and seamlessly and subtly guides them to become customers that pay and stay and refer, do you think you can get a good ROI on that? And a lot better than a funnel that's just automating what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> funnels, I don't have a problem with sales funnels because they, they can work, but definitely there's that that really quick jump to, I want a tactic, I want to use a software, and I just want things to work, even though I haven't, that process isn't working by itself. I just want the software to take care of it. So I kind of, I kind of went on a tangent there. My apologies. That's okay. (laughs) So going back to the book, what is something that you've seen being an effective strategy for leveraging a book? Well, like I I mentioned before, um, Mm -hmm. you know, about some of the examples, I was speaking about them generically, um, Mm -hmm. But I'll use myself as an example. I remember when I got on a kick to do a series of guidebooks. And it was, I, so I built a brand called The Confident Entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I was doing uh, weekly videos, Tuesday tips on, you know, whatever, with Terry or something like that. I can't remember exactly how the intro was. But it was under The Confident Entrepreneur brand, which really wasn't, that's not what my, you know, my business is better three, right? So it was just like a product of mine. And uh, I wrote two guidebooks. One, the first one was on the guide to logo design. And the second one was uh, the guide to selling. Mm-hmm. And both of these, I went direct. They they weren't ebooks, but I went direct to Kindle with them. Mm-hmm. So they're electronic only, so that you can't uh, get them in paper. And uh, the the second one, the guide to selling, I have to laugh because I've always been challenged with selling. So it was actually a really great experience to write a book about selling. Right. <laughs> and that's where I mentioned earlier about how I write. The, my style of writing is like part memoir, part, you know, practical tips and stuff. And that was a good example of it. And I wrote that book in four weeks, which was pretty crazy because I just it was all there. I just had to get it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and my goal was to... Uh, to do a uh, like ongoing series, like I had a whole bunch of topics because you know in in our business with marketing that it's tactic happy, right? You know everything's you know it's email, it's this, it's that, and everybody's wanting to know how to do these things, especially when there's so many do-it-yourself solopreneurs. And so, what I found was that I couldn't, you know, like for me, I couldn't keep up with doing all the guides. And But the more important thing is that I realized that the techniques, the strategies, the actually the technology in many cases was changing so fast that whatever I was giving a guide on was changing, you know. And then, of course, (laughs) what else was coming on was LinkedIn Learning. You know, they bought Lynda.com, which started with Linda Weinman and doing her hands-on training books, you know. And uh, and then, of course, YouTube just blowing up with everybody jumping on and saying, OK, I'm an expert at this. I'm an expert at that. So you, YouTube has become the how to tube uh, for everybody. And so with with so much plentifulness of all that, I realized that I was attaching myself to a tactic, which made sense in my business because I was I was a tactician. I mean, I'd sit down mm-hmm. and I'd make things. And so that's how I knew all this stuff, because I would sit down and do it. Um, but I was more of a 
jack of all trades and master of many. <laughs> right. Um, so, it, so it was like I was being more identified through the, you know, just the tactical stuff. And after that, I kind of realized, okay, I need to make a, a different decision about how I do business because I was doing strategic work, but I wasn't, uh, I don't want to say identifying it, but I wasn't promoting it as strategy because people don't buy strategy, right? What we were just saying, they buy tactics. So I found myself in some real challenges when it came to finding a, a way to leverage my books. I mean, I've written seven. So you think that, you know, by that point, I'd have figured it out. But I really haven't because each one kind of was like a one-off little project, like Compass Playbook was one all about creative problem solving. And that part of my business just didn't develop um, the way I wanted it to. And then, of course, I just went through the guide. So so now I'm writing more to uh, to pull out my my personality and my just kind of like approach on things. And I think that's mm-hmm. a sign of maturity, mm-hmm. uh, just that I've been doing this for so long and I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, screw it. This is what I really think instead of just trying to please everybody like right. we we're talking about. So I think for me, the learning has been more about that than it has, um, you know, like, oh, where did I have a situation where I had a lot of success? And, you know, for each author, it's different in their business because they have different reasons for writing it. I mean, I've interviewed quite a few uh, very, very successful authors in this season, and they explain in each of their shows how they've, you know, directly positioned and leveraged uh, their books to grow their business. And each one is so unique. They really Mm -hmm. are. They really are. But I think approaching it from a strategic standpoint is super important and uh, because it takes time to write a book. It takes time to do the marketing for it to get. I mean, it's it's a you got to commit yourself to it for sure. It is. It is a commitment. I like to think about it. It's, it's totally worth the effort, because if you could take that book and the contents of it, you could break that at, into different audio pieces, like in different clips of audio, different video pieces different uh, lead magnets, downloads. It's like a, it's like your sales process pitch and a how-to guide in one powered in multiple assets. And they can all be part of someone's journey of how they are introduced to you, how you engage with them, how you get people to subscribe and raise their hand, say, hey, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. How you guide them to go from being interested to an action how you guide them to see, a, have an aha moment and get excited about how you can provide transformation in their world and get them to ascend with you in, in the business to become and, advocates and promoters of the brand. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're singing from my hymnal for sure. And, oh. y- y- you know, what's interesting, uh, Kenny, is that what I'm starting to see, it's like there's a lot of ask, meaning business owners are saying, subscribe to my YouTube channel buy my book, listen to my podcast, go to my website, buy my stuff. And it's like, and that's why I like what you said about building relationship. And I've always been an advocate of of that path because otherwise why bother? And, Mm -hmm. you know, to my detriment in my business, it's probably kept my business smaller than it could have been because I was so focused on deepening my relationships and and giving the level of attention that I wanted to give to my clients um, and vendors and such that, you know, I didn't automate everything and I didn't, you know, create this big old team of impersonal uh, worker bees to facilitate all of the transactions. That's just not my, that's just not what I'm up to because for me, the fulfillment is in the relationship. 
and you know how we can come together and create something really really beautiful um, that forwards both of our missions you, you know you, you hit the nail on the head there because there are different ways that you can rock a show and some people like to play arenas and they like to have you know huge audiences and the, and the crew and all that but you hear some of these artists i'm talking actually about musicians at this particular moment but you hear these artists sometimes they say you know what i actually like playing the smaller shows because you get a different level of intimacy and yeah you know i used to work for advertising agencies and we had large accounts and large brands and i found like that was kind of exciting to work with these huge budgets working on stuff for either like coke or barbie is is like the, that's really interesting stuff you can't do that as as a smaller shop usually but I also just had a different sort of passion when I can actually connect with an individual and work with them one on one and make that impact and see them light up and and kind of have that that intimate in a professional way. Yeah, <laughs> intimate in a professional can, way relationship. Yeah, especially when you can work directly with the owner. That's why I yeah. love working with solopreneurs and small business because you can you can connect with them and really help them fulfill on their vision. Because um, we're all so close to our own stuff. We just don't see it the way an objective, caring person uh, can actually bring us to that so we can really find our path and where we're going. So just to kind of wrap this up, mm -hmm. Kenny, mm -hmm. what are some things that you can offer? Um, everything you shared so far has been great. I mean, it really makes a lot of sense from a strategic standpoint and, and the different ways you can leverage a book. Um but what are some things if if there's a solopreneur listening and they are, you know, kind of struggling with the idea of how to actually create a strategy around their business? What is like the first two things that they should do in addition to what you've already shared? So the way I've been able to I put on a, you know, develop your book workshop a few different times and have helped several different people get their books expedited. And I'm not a book producer but i'm a producer of rockstar professionals so the the tip i typically start is a lot of people get caught up and i don't know what my concept is i don't know what you know what, what my thing is it's going to make me unique and I, I get they get caught up in all these details so I say yeah. all right just start with answering questions what are the most frequently asked questions that your audience has what are the should be asked questions that, that are they being asked yeah, yeah that they, they're not asking them but they should be yeah. What are the biggest objections that they may have or misunderstandings about your product or service that you can help uh, share with them? Those are four different kind of like buckets. And with those four buckets, you can create an intriguing table of contents and you can pretty much dictate answers to them and have a really solid message that's providing value to your target audience, helping them. It yeah, may not be a different that. type of book that is really conceptual and having a lot of strategy behind it, but it's it's something that a lot of people can do that would be very valuable to help them attract more leads, close more sales, earn more profits, and it wouldn't take a lot of effort because they already have that knowledge. Yep. I am 100% on that one because, you know, I interviewed Marcus Sheridan who wrote They Ask You Answer uh, in the second episode of the season. And I loved his book because it was the pure simpleness of just answer their questions for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the the application of of using that as a basis to start 
the the approach or the structure or the strategy for the book, for the actual content of the book, I think is really powerful. It really is. And, you know, it's funny, I sat down and I made a list. I'm, I'm in the process of developing a, a pretty big campaign to launch Pappy Club here. And um, one of the things that I was like, all right, I need to sit down and, and do something almost exactly like that. What are the top challenges uh, facing solopreneurs, lifestyle solopreneurs? And I had to stop at 100. <laughs> and they were all based on questions that I got asked, you know, what it what is what is the struggle? You know, where is it where is it living? How are they making decisions? And uh, I I was like, boom, boom, here's another, here's another. And uh, I was really surprised at how much that I surfaced. It just shows how close I am to the solopreneur life. Um, and that, so I, I love that. That's a great thing to leave my listener with. So Kenny, this is fabulous. You gave lots of, of great things to consider when writing a book to build your business. And I'm so grateful that you're here with me today. So glad to be here. I appreciate you, your energy and what you're doing for this community. Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.